Black Keto Girl presents Keto After Dark with your host, Kendra Nicole Williams. Get ready to change your life. Keto Dawn. Welcome, Keto Cousins. Let's chat. Good evening. Keto Cousins, today is September 6, 2019, and I hope you all have been doing great. My week was so-so, a lot of hiccups within my journey of just the mental capacity to stay focused all while trying to keep others focused around me, which are my clients. I hope you're out there doing well. We are coming into um, some weeks with Keto After Dark. And I hope you've been enjoying it as much as I have. It's been very authentic and very just real for myself. I'm starting to get into my comfort zone where I'm a little bit more comfortable. So I thank you for that. I thank you for listening to me each and every Friday, of course. Tonight's topic, we are going to talk about PCOS. And PCOS stands for polycystic ovary syndrome. It's a health problem that affects one in 10 women one in 10 women of childbearing age. Women with PCOS have a hormonal imbalance and a metabolism type problem that affects their overall health and their appearance. PCOS also stems from a lot of women um, who deal with in, you know, infertility. You know, sometimes it can be a little troubling to know why you can't have children. Why can't I have children? You know, many reasons stem to why we can't have children when we choose to do so in our life. So tonight I'm going to talk about my experience with PCOS because I do have it when I was diagnosed and what it really means and how keto pretty much helped me um, overcome the symptoms of it. Stay tuned. So I was diagnosed with PCOS as around high school. I was sexually active. I was around, I would say 16 or 17. Um, I started to, for one, I started to miss my cycle and I knew I wasn't pregnant, but I had a lot of facial hair. I just had some things that just really didn't make sense. I just thought it was just being an adolescent and just being a teenager and it just comes with the territory. I started to, again, like I said, have sex and the sex started to be very painful. Now, though I was young, I do know that, you know, sex was supposed to be an enjoyable experience, you know. I didn't quite understand sex at that age because I was young, but I just knew something was not right. Um, I told my mom about it about the pain not necessarily with sex girl but you know you know how we sprinkle little things to our parents to where they listen to us but she started to notice my missed cycles as well i went to the gynecologist and they gave me a pap smear and it came back abnormal at that time you know especially in the black community you know we get pap smears because we think that's what we're supposed to have but you know, nobody truly educates us on why we need them. So that was my mom. She knew that I need a pap smear just to say that I was not pregnant and that I was STD free. But what exactly did an abnormal pap smear mean? Like, what did this mean for me? So weeks went by, we got the results back and it did turn out to be PCOS. Now, 
The way that they were able to determine it was through the pap smear, but I want you to understand that nowadays, you can still have PCOS and your pap smear will be absolutely clear of anything. Let's go over the three signs of how you can actually check to see if you have PCOS. The first is going to be um, blood work. Your blood work will um, have to be tested, of course, by your doc, and it's something that you will have to request. They do not say, hey, I know it's well, woman, so let's go ahead and just see if you have PCOS. I know you have the symptoms because I'm a doctor, but hey, you know. If you know me personally, you know how I feel about doctors. They don't, they don't give a shit about us. So the next time you go, get some blood work. And how they determine it is if you have too much, um, too many hormones in your blood. That's how they're able to um, tell, you know, not the proper hormones or something that's just not right. Um, the blood work will be able to pinpoint if it's PCOS. The symptoms uh, come with, you know, excess facial hair, body hair, acne, hair loss, infertility, missed cycles, being overweight, um, dark halos around your neck, which means that you're insulin and we are insulin resistant. I mean, there are many signs that you can Google online, but most women, they do have them. Okay. So the first way to check and see if you have it is going to be blood work. The second to kind of know just as a woman is um, irregular ovulation administration. We are supposed to have a cycle. And if you are missing your cycle and you're not on birth control, that is an issue. And so you do want to get that checked out just to at least have the knowledge of why you're not having a cycle, okay? Especially if it's every, you know, every six months you have a cycle or every year, that's not normal. We're supposed to ovulate and we're supposed to have a cycle monthly. And then of course you can do an ultrasound and the ultrasound is going to actually see if you have polycystic um, ovaries. And that was my case. Now my pap smear was abnormal, but I also had some inconsistencies of cyst on my ovaries. Now, we weren't necessarily concerned at the time because again, my doctor, she wasn't really giving us information. My mom didn't know what PCOS was and I for sure hell didn't know shit. I, I don't know what was going on. I thought I had an STD at the time because I just didn't know. And my ignorance of you know, having sex and being young, you automatically think the worst. They told us about the cysts that were on my ovaries and they just basically said, hey, you have PCOS, you have polycystic um, ovaries, and you pretty much have cysts sitting on top of your ovaries. Now, they're not um, tumors at this time or any type of cancer, but we're gonna go ahead and just freeze them off so it doesn't turn into anything later on in life. I scheduled an appointment and I was frightened as hell, you know? Um, you go in as if you're getting a pap smear, bright lights, cold hands, and they will take a laser they will go to your ovaries to where the cysts are and they will freeze them off. It's not painful at all because they do give you uh, a you know local numbing, but it's just a very traumatizing experience for somebody who's young and who doesn't quite have the right information. Um, so that's when I find out, found out that I actually had PCOS um, 2001, I believe, and from there, I kind of did my research, but the lack of education and me, me just being ignorant, I never thought about it ever again. I was like, okay, they took these cysts off of me. I'm good. 
I went on about my life and I started to notice different changes within my body. So I was of course overweight and I just thought that stemmed from just being young and eating poorly. Again, I had facial hair. I literally had a beard all through middle and high school. I would just, of course, pluck it. I had a lot of um, hyperpigmentation along my cheeks. My cheeks were black. My neck was black. And, you know, everybody's telling me I need to wash my neck when really I didn't. It, it means that I had some type of insulin issue going on. And if it was not corrected, I was going to turn pre-diabetic. Okay, but I didn't have that information then, so I didn't know. Went on about my life, my cycle started skipping, and then my ignorance again. Well, shit, I don't want a cycle, so it doesn't matter. Went to go get a pap smear, everything was great, but my doctor wanted to offer birth control so that I could start having a cycle. I did start taking the birth control, and it just did not work for me. I would have big cysts in my face. My cycles would be really heavy or sometimes I wouldn't have cycles at all. It just really wasn't good. I only did it because that's what the doctor told me at that time. Years go down the line. I'm in college pretty much um, or the beginning stages of college, maybe a freshman. I wasn't getting my past smears as frequently, but when I did go, that's when I was told that I would not be able to have children. And the way that I was told was just so disrespectful for a black college student. No, I wasn't on the road to have children. I was not. But I don't want, you know, that's something that you don't want to think about. You don't quite understand why. You don't understand the doctor's tone. They definitely don't give a shit about you. So I was just told that I wasn't going to be able to have kids because I wasn't having cycles and because I was diagnosed with PCOS. So from college on until I actually had my own children I just always had in my mind that I would never have children and it's very frightening to know that you know you'll never be a mother you'll never experience any childhood memories with your children or have them or just experience pregnancy it's really scary for those who desire to have children I went on through life and um, I would have cycles every now and again, um, but I was just pretty much just coping. Like, I know I was overweight and I had issues, but I didn't know what to do. Um, and to be honest with you, I didn't start looking up PCOS until I got married. And I looked up PCOS because I wanted a cycle because I'm like, okay, I'm getting married. I know I can have children or maybe I can't. You know, I really didn't know exactly what I was doing. I just know I needed to lose weight. And so that's how I bumped into keto, but more so low carb. That's how I kind of started my journey to understand how food started to work for my body. I cannot have sugar, I will blow up. I cannot have fast food because I suffer from chronic inflammation. I cannot have, you know, the cakes and the pies like everybody else because I will sprout hairs from my chin. Okay, so I started to put two and two together, and um, the rest is pretty much history. When I first started my journey, I did start as low carb. I didn't really know what I was doing. I've always said that I didn't gain the knowledge that I have now until around 2015 or 2014. So I started low carb, I lost the weight, but I will always gain it back. 
um, just due to, um, you know, the lack of willpower and weekends and having a great time and being social. And it wasn't until I was truly dedicated that my cycle started coming on time. Um, And so, like I said, that's how I knew it was a correlation with the foods that I was eating. Are you desperate for weight loss? Do you want to lose weight without starving yourself? Are you tired of fad diets that fail? Well, you're in the right place. Black Keto Girl is here to guide you through the process with coaching options to fit your needs. So long story short, with me being diagnosed with PCOS so many years ago, I had to make sure that I was just living a healthy life, but without the symptoms. When I started keto and started to do strict keto, it was as if my body had morphed into somebody else who I didn't even know. My cycle was on time. Obviously, them telling me I couldn't have children was false because I've been pregnant four times, all while I was doing keto, also while I was fasting as well. And we'll talk about fasting another evening, but you know, you truly have to understand your body and how food manipulates it hormonally. And so with me being pregnant four times, I did have two miscarriages. And of course I have two beautiful kids now. I have a son who is three and I have Chloe and she is um, six. But my point is, is that you cannot let people tell you what you cannot do with your own body until you have your own experiences. Of course, they're doctors, so they're going to tell us what they think is right as far as the textbooks. But at the end of the day, you do have to try and experiment with your own body. And that's what I did with keto. I didn't have any doctors to show me the way or tell me if it was right or wrong. Honestly, I just did my research, the library, the Internet, of course, personal experiences, talking to people that had had great success with keto with keto cutting out all the sugars, cutting out all the um, carbs and only sticking with vegetables and only eating meats that truly meant something to me, like lean meats, turkey and chicken. I did have bacon at the time or shrimp or fish. I went back to cooking in my refrigerator with real food and hormonally it did so much more for me than any doctor could have done. There was a time where I was having issues and my doctor did put me on birth control and it was the worst experience ever. Um, I was on the pill and I was also on the NuvaRing. I cannot tell you not to use birth control because that would make me a hypocrite because I've used it before for whatever purpose. But all I'm saying is, is just do your research and the logic on why they put us on birth control. Of course, you know, it's it's a way to not have children. Yeah, we get that. But there are other natural ways to not have children outside of being, being on something that's artificial, okay? But basically, my experience with PCOS has been very overwhelming. 90% of the people that I coach are experiencing one of the few things that I've named, infertility, hair hair in your face or irregular cycles, always swelling up after you eat something, which is chronic inflammation, a dark halo around your neck to where you think that your neck is dirty. It's not, it's not. And I wanna be able to tell you that you're gonna be okay, especially if you're having the symptoms and you have not been diagnosed. It's really scary, okay? But just keep in mind, 
one in 10 women have PCOS and they don't even know it. Half of the times we don't want to know it because out of the fear of what is PCOS? How is this going to affect me? And am I going to be able to have kids? You know, you really don't know. Um, But at the end of the day, it all stems from the food that we're eating. And that is, that's facts. And I'm living proof of that. As far as how my PCOS is doing now, I have a regular cycle on time. I mean, the girl is knocking at the door on time, okay? The only time that she's not on time is if I'm very stressed. And that's just my hormones. I have a little bit of facial hair every now and again, but I do get it threaded or I do pluck it a little bit and it's just prolonged. It doesn't come back as fast as it did when I had my symptoms early on. The halo around my neck is completely gone. My skin is one one texture, one color. I don't have that black cast over my cheeks anymore. My shoulders are not as broad. And when I say broad, I'm talking about inflamed. You can just look at some people's shoulders and tell they're holding on to water. Okay, so, you know, listen to your body. If you feel like something is not right, start with the pap. You have to get your pap smears on time, not only because we need to know, but there's cervical cancer, there's tumors, there's all these things that we can't see with the eye. But sometimes we do have to go to the doctor so that we can make sure that we're okay. It is PCOS Awareness Month every September. So that's why I really want to talk about this. And we have to be aware of our bodies, especially if we're obese and we're experiencing different things that we don't quite understand. Keto has been life-changing and I have absolutely no regrets um, of committing to this. So I don't have the symptoms that I had before. I felt and I looked terrible, you know, so read up on PCOS, get to know it a little bit more, especially if you have it, but know that there is no cure. There is no cure for PCOS, but there are things that you can change within your diet that will help you cope a little bit better to where you don't have any symptoms at all. Okay, so at the end of the day, how you deal with PCOS is up to you and the changes that you're willing to make, especially as far as educating yourself about what it really is. Um, So start with getting checked, especially if you've heard any of the symptoms that I've named. If you don't take my word for it, at least look on the internet and browse and look at Instagram and use the different hashtags that there are. Go ahead and type in hashtag PCOS awareness. Go ahead and type in hashtag PCOS or just join my Facebook group, Black Keto Girl, and you'll see so many stories about women that have PCOS and that are suffering every single day with this hormonal imbalance. So read up more about it, um, but also know that we can be okay. We can bear children. We just have to have balance with our food and just start somewhere, okay? BKG ketone test strips are a fast and easy way to check for ketones in urine. Ketones are produced in the liver from fat and used in the body as fuel, so you become a fat-burning machine. Order your BKG test strips today at blackketogirl.com. You will receive quick results with a high-quality medical-grade product. Order yours today, blackketogirl.com. So again, I encourage you to... Even if you don't have PCOS, what about somebody close 
in your life that may maybe you can have a little bit clearer understanding of what somebody's going through we're so quick to say girl you've been married five years why you ain't had no kids yet or hey when you having children you're in your 30s it's so insulting and you really never ever really know what somebody is going through when simply they could just have pcos or they may be suffering with something even more severe you never know so it goes back to the notion of watch how you treat people but also watch what you say because words do hurt last but not least she remembered who she was and the game changed layla delilah that is powerful hello she remembered who she was and the game changed in relation to myself it doesn't matter how i'm judged or you know, how I'm viewed on social media because that is my platform or how people in my family, you know, make fun of me about keto and, oh, girl, you're going to die. I remember who I am at the end of the day and you can't tell me nothing, absolutely nothing. Now, it has taken me a long time to get here. It has taken me tears and laughing and being the fat girl that's fashionable and and hiding behind my feelings and hiding behind shopping and having a shopping addiction to where the, instead of food, now I'm shopping, now I'm going broke, okay? I have had so many things that have helped me grow into the woman that I am today and I don't take any of that for granted. But in the process, I've learned who I am and I'm confident of who I am. And this woman, Kendra, let me tell you, I am strong. I am witty, I am smart, I am beautiful, I am brave, I am brilliant. I remember all those things every step of the way of my journey until I get into the woman that I truly want to be for a life, for a lifetime. The woman and the mother that I need to be for my children. And the only way that I can be good for them is if I'm good with myself. She remembered who she was and the game changed. And I've changed the game and the health community as far as keto. As a black woman, we always have to be the ones to do a little bit more than the other ones or put ourselves out a little bit more to get more of the attention or to more of the clientele. And I just haven't set myself up like that. I present who I want to be on a daily basis because it's by choice. And that's what you have to do. You gotta know who you are in this lifetime or life will stump your ass down. You will fall, you will fail, you would think that you're at your worst times and really it's just growth. You are a fighter and you have to take a look at everything you've overcome and you don't give up. You just keep going. Okay. So I have changed the game in my own life. I have changed the game in the plus size community from years ago. If anybody goes back to Kendra's Beauty Corner, I have changed the game in the community for confidence, not just black women, not white women, not Hispanic women women in general. It doesn't matter if you're a size two or 22, I support everyone. We all have our struggles, but at the end of the day, we have the same thing in common. We're just trying to grow. We're just trying to be happy. We're trying to live fearfully. Waking up every day is just a struggle. So think about who you are as a person and how you're growing. If you can't think about one thing that you're doing different from last year, you're not growing, sis. There has to be something. 
take a different route on the way to work. That's change. Instead of eating out every day, make your lunch two or three times a week. Saving your money, that's change. You can only change the game for yourself. I can't tell you what to do, but you know where you have areas in which you need growth. She remember who she was and the game changed. The Keto Dawn. Do you even have macros? Hey, hey Keto Cousins, yes! Black.